Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship-building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats. Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Good afternoon and thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels Live Hospitality Talk Show. Today is show number, what is it? Show number 219. Can you believe that? 219 and, and counting, okay? This ain't like it's the last one. This is this is one of many. I mean, although I've done a lot, but I'm talk, I'm looking for the future. Okay, I'm not just worried about the 219 that I did previous. Uh, I'm looking for the other 219 that I'm going to be doing after that point. So after this point, so I hope you guys are well. Happy Tuesday! It's August 29th. Um, live, like I said, it's from the Double Tree in Carson, California, which is in. Um, well, it's in Carson, California, right? Which is outside of Los Angeles. And the fun fact about this hotel is I used to be the director of sales and marketing here, you know, back in the day. So you guys know, <clears throat> excuse me, that I've been to 14 different hotels. This was, this was the second, uh, second director of sales and marketing job that I had. So this had to be I can't even think of, it must be like hotel number five. Okay. Is it hotel number five? Uh, you know, let me, look, I got to go through my, my progression here. So the, uh, 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 and then Sacramento, then the Hilton and Woodland Hills from there to the courtyard in Marina del Rey from there, the crown, the crown, the okay, the courtyard and the okay, that's hotel. <laughs> that's this is hotel number eight. Okay, so it's the second one as a director of sales and marketing, but overall it's hotel number eight. And I had to think about that for a second, right? So, but hey, you know, it is what it is, right? So, did I say hope you guys are well? No, I did. So, this is a live hospitality talk show, right? So, or a digital show, or how podcast, or however you want to put it, it is a traditional podcast where. You know, the audio portion is extracted and then put onto a podcast platform like Spotify. So you're able to find it after the show's over. Give me a couple minutes to upload it to Spotify and then you can actually take me on the go. You don't have to sit here and watch me, you know, talk and all my antics and all that kind of stuff. You can actually just take me on the go and see what the heck I'm talking about. Right. So, um, but yeah, so just give me a couple minutes on that. So it is a traditional podcast as well. But, you know, these are called digital shows or whatever you call them. But same thing, you know, you're giving information out. Uh, just only difference between this one and the podcast is you can actually see me. But as I'm speaking, I am recording the podcast as well. So <clears throat> I'm getting kind of choked up. I mean, every time I started to do these shows, I get kind of choked up. But um, but anyway, but no, hope you hope you guys are doing well. Thank you guys so much for joining. Oh, and feel free to make comments. Uh, the chat is open, so make sure, you know, get your fingers going. Say, hello, how you doing? Hey, Russell, I'm here. You know, I'm, you know, I'm here from wherever you're from, wherever you're located. I mean, I would love to hear from you. You have questions, you have comments. I mean, feel free to to reach out and touch. Feel free to, you know, to say whatever. So, but anyway, real kind of um, statistics about this particular hotel. Uh, 200, I want to say 224 rooms. Uh, 224 rooms, about 8,000 square feet of meeting space. Um, and you'll see all the photos, pretty much every photo that I'll show as I'm progressing through my show. Um, you'll see the, um, you'll see different scenes or different photos. So this is the lobby, of course, and you'll see, I think the pool area and the restaurant area as well. So just so you know, Randy, Randy, 
Fearing. Fearing? Fearing? Am I saying that right? He, if I'm not mistaken, you are in uh, in the Midwest. I'm going to say Minneapolis. You're doing, you're doing task force. It's been a minute. You're doing task force. And I want to say you're from Chicago, but you're in Minnesota or Minneapolis doing um, you're a GM task force person. If I'm not mistaken, now I could be wrong, but I know I'm pretty much, I, I don't forget a lot of stuff. Um, fairing, fairing, fairing. Yes. Fairing. Okay. So yeah. So just catch me up on, I, I'm pretty sure that you're, you do task force, you're a general manager and you're at a hotel and you're from Chicago, but you're back from task force. Back from task force, tasking force. Okay, but are you, you're right. See? <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you much. Thank you so much for your comments. I do appreciate that. And and like I said, these comments, they go on the, they go on the screen, right? So your comment can go on the screen as well. In fact, let me move this just over a little bit. So you can see Randy, um, all his comments that he's making. Yes, Faring. It's Randy Faring. Okay, so always remember that. Uh, he's back from Task Force. And he says, I'm right. Okay, I mean, it's always good to be right, right? And he's in, And he's in Chicago now. See, there you go. So feel free to make comments. Your comments will go on the screen. I appreciate Randy Faring coming on uh, and just listening to what's going on today. Uh, I got a couple things to you know, a couple things to talk about. But before I get into that, you know, I got a brand sponsor. You know that Level Hotel. You know this is this hotel is ideal for long term stays, right? So, but it's good for you know single night stays as well. Don't get me wrong, but because it has a full kitchen, because it has um, washer and dryer because it all the rooms have um, balconies and because their square footage starts off at 700 square feet. You know, your typical hotel size is about 300 to 350 square feet. Well, these have one, two and three bedrooms. These are like condos, one, two and three bedroom um, suites that start off at 700 square feet. So from 700 square feet all the way up to there's an 18,000 square feet um a penthouse suite with a pool and a jacuzzi. Can you beat that? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so it's Level Hotel, Los Angeles, downtown, South Olive Street, right in the heart of downtown, not too far from Crypto Arena where, the, you know, the Lakers and Clippers and Sparks and the Kings play, uh, not too far. And it's right across, of course, that's right across from the, the Microsoft Theater and all that kind of stuff. All the excitement that goes on downtown it's just minute. It's it's just a minute walk from the level hotel. So in and of course they gave that Russell of hotels rate. So use that promo code ROH twenty three to get the rate that I would get. No, it's not going to be a free room. Okay, I got people calling me saying, Russell, I tried to get the reservation and it's not free. I'm like, what do you mean it's not free? What's not free? The room. I said I don't stay at a room or stay there for free. So what makes you think you are? But it is a discount. It is a great discount. So. So go stayinglevel.com. That is the the website address. And like I said, when you make your reservations, just go to the promo code, put ROH23. Boom, you'll get the rate that I get. So and thank you so much, um, Craig, who's the general manager there. Thank you, Craig, for you know taking care of hooking up a brother. Um yesterday or not yesterday, last week, I had a guest on. In fact, if you didn't see that, you need to check it out. This young lady is buying a hotel. 17 room hotel resort in Jamaica. Okay. You need to check out the conversation we had last week. Okay. She's with smile hospitality incorporated. Her name is miss Martine flowers, smile hospitality incorporated. So make sure you check that out. It was, it was pretty dope. It was pretty fire. Um, just her, um, how she got in the industry came from the air force, uh, had all the leadership skills and all that kind of stuff. Went to culinary school, um, just kind of entrenched in the hospitality industry. You know, no two people got in this industry alike. So her story is is different than anyone else's story, right? So there you go. And I asked that question. I asked those nine words that everyone wants to hear. Um, did you choose hospitality or did hospitality choose you? I asked those questions, right? 
and she actually answered them, right? So so it's a conversation. It's a great conversation, and um, you should check that out. So, Miss Martine Flowers, <clears throat> thank you again so much for uh, taking your time and, and coming on the show. And she's based in Atlanta, but she goes back and forth to uh, Jamaica. The, the hotel should be closing, and I believe she said in September, sometime in September. So we'll keep an eye for that. And I'll let you know when it does happen, right? Because we're, you know, she's a friend of uh, on air with Russell of Hotel. So anyone's a friend of 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 us or me, you know, I got to follow up and make sure, you know, all is going well and that she's going according to plan as far as opening up this hotel. But you know, you know there's no blueprint, right? She, I even asked her. I said, "Well, is there a blueprint to opening up or buying a hotel?" And she told, you I mean, she just gave the story about, you know, she was going to build something. But then, you know, uh, you know, hotels that are already existing came available, that kind of thing. So she just kind of, you know, went through the whole step of that. You know, what about funding and financing and investors? Who I got a headache just listening. But anyway, but no, um, definitely on the right track. Definitely um, someone that, you know, you know, they say, you know, uh, you know, the tomorrow's uh, leaders, hospitality leaders. Martine Flowers, definitely a tomorrow. Well, she's today. She's a hospitality leader. So make sure you check her out. Okay. So um, let me jump into now. Don't get shocked when I put this next thing up there. Okay. So this is my topic for the day, right? People are like, the people are like looking right now. They're like, shut up and listen to your client. Oh my God. Like, why are you being so rude? Why are you telling us to shut up? Someone's saying that. I don't know who it is, but someone out there, when they're reading this, they're saying that. Okay. Oh, my God. That Russell, he's something else. But anyway. <laughs> uh, you know, okay. So a lot of the topics for me come from, you know, experiences and just kind of over, you know, I do a lot of listening. I go to hotels and you just be amazed some of the conversation that you overhear. Um, especially they don't know who you are. You're just in the lobby or in the restaurant and you're just, you're doing your work, right? I'm doing my office of the day. You know, I'm officing out of a hotel or a lobby or a restaurant or a bar. And, but I'm listening to the conversations, right? Because you can learn so much from conversations, especially when the conversation is a hotel salesperson and a client, a client or a potential client. And it's just amazing to me that sometimes, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Um, my bad. Um, it's just amazing that the the salesperson will, I will say, overshadow, overtalk the client. I'm like, you're there to get information from the client. You're not there to, you know, to overshadow or take over the conversation. No, we need to remember that the client is there for a reason. So if we invited them for lunch, you know, either we're fact, we're fact finding, you know, regardless if we, if they're, if we quote unquote have the business already, well, what about, there may be other things that can come up because of that. Right. So just make sure you're listening. There should be more listening and less talking. Okay. Sometimes we just let our own, you know, mouth, you know, get in the way. You know what I mean? Sometimes we just have to just listen, shut up and listen and tell what the client and, and listen to what the client's saying and take notes. Okay. Okay. Listening is a crucial skill for hotel salespeople as it allows them to understand their clients' needs, preferences, and concerns. Here are some examples of why hotel salespeople should prioritize listening over talking too much. Hence, Shut up and listen to your client. <laughs> so I have 10 steps, right? It's always 10. I don't know why I do things and everything is in, is in tens, but it's 10 steps to, you know, to, to help you with your conversation with your client. Uh, number one, personalized recommendations. When salespeople actively listen to clients, they can gather information about the purpose of their trip. Why are they there? Uh, re uh, special requirements and preferences. This enables them to tailor their recommendations and, and offerings to align with clients' specific needs, result in more personalized and satisfying, satisfying experience. So make sure you listen to what the client is saying. Take notes. Like I said, take notes when you're meeting with your client. Don't just try to, you know, commit things to memory because a lot of times you're going to forget some stuff, okay? 
and the detail stuff. And one thing clients like to talk, they like to talk about themselves. They like to talk about their jobs and, and the power they have. And this is what I do. And this is a, they love to do that. So listen to that and just feed off of that. Take notes. And they love to see you taking notes. Okay. Oh, okay. He or she is writing this down. Okay. There you go. All right. All right. One thing they don't like is that they give you all this information and then later on you ask after this conversation is over, you ask questions. Well, Hey, well, why are you coming here again? Well, he or she just told you if you were taking notes, you know, you would know that. So make sure you're gathering information about the purpose of the, cause they're going to drop little notes every now and then little hints of why they're here. Okay. But you have to, Oh, you have to pull things out, right? They're not going to just paint the entire picture for you. You got to pull things out. Open ended questions will get, get you those answers. Right. But if you just if you're not asking asking the right questions, you're never going to get everything because no one's just going to just be an open book. OK, sorry, but it's like, you know, um, you're investigating. You know, it's like, was it CSI? You know, um, you're just trying to investigate. You're uncovering clues. You're, you know, as you're asking questions and, and having a conversation, um, he or she is giving you more information. Right. Never going to give you a lot of information at one time. Just you know, kind of just spoon feeding you for for the most part. So just make sure you're listening, you know, and then that way you can tailor their recommendations and offerings and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it's all about that personalized service, right? So make sure you're asking questions, okay? And listening, listening, ask questions and listen, and then just shut up, okay? Uh, building trust, Clients appreciate it when, when they feel heard and understood. Heard and understood. I'm sorry. Let me go to number two. I'm sorry. Boom. Oh, did I miss something here? Something. Oh, my goodness. I must have. I didn't. Oh, my gosh. But see, this is the thing with, with this, right? This is the thing. I must have made it disappear for some some reason, and I didn't see that. But that's okay. See, this is what you do. So when that happens, let's see, this is number two. Number two. So you know what? You just, you just put it there. Okay, building trust. Okay, so I went from number one, let's just, just so you know. I did number one. Okay. Now I'm on number two. Okay. Building trust. Let me just move this down a little further. All right. You know, no harm, no foul. It's okay. You know, sometimes, you know, this is real time stuff right here. Okay. This is real time stuff. This ain't no, um, we ain't on TV. Okay. (laughs) This This is real stuff. Okay. And sometimes stuff doesn't go according to plan, but what happens when stuff doesn't go according to plan? You fix it and keep it moving. Okay. Boom. There you go. So building trust. Clients appreciate it when they feel heard and understood by actively listening. Salespeople can build trust and rapport with clients, making them more likely to believe that the hotel truly cares about their comfort and satisfaction. And that's exactly what you want, right? So you're the spokesperson for the hotel. You're letting them know as a salesperson, you're letting them know that everything is going to be okay. I'm going to make sure I get their information. You got VIP clients. Okay. I'm going to make sure I trans, you know, um, Get an information to uh, our director of rooms and he or she will make sure this stuff gets taken care of. So you're the person that they're going to build the trust with. You're the person that they know because you're the one having the conversa- conversation with them. You're the one that's breaking bread with them. That means having lunch. OK, that you're the one having a cocktail, you know, down in a couple, you know, Arnold Palmer's. OK, or whatever you're drinking. Um, so, so just remember so just remember that. I'm sorry. I just someone's texting me. I don't know why someone would text me when I'm <clears throat> no, I'm doing the show right now. But you know what? The show does go on. So but just remember, you're the first line of co- uh, communication with anyone at that hotel. So they're going to put trust in you that things are going to get taken care of. So building trust is important. Number three, let's make sure number three works. OK, problem solving. Some clients might have concerns or specific requests. By listening carefully, salespeople can identify potential issues in advance and offer solutions that address these concerns. This proactive approach can lead to smoother stays and better experiences for clients. So 
problem solver, okay? Some clients might have a concern or a specific request. So if they have those, you're there to solve that problem. Like I said, it's, it's uh, maybe someone needs, um, okay, let, I mean, let's just say this is old days, right, when there, every room didn't have a refrigerator in it, you know, and this person has uh, um, some medicine that needs to be refrigerated, okay? You want to make sure that there was a refrigerator in that room. I mean, every hotel doesn't have refrigerators in a room, even today, right? But there's so many more that do than the ones that don't. But let's just say this situation, you want to make sure this VIP person has the refrigerator in the room because they have medication that needs to be refrigerated. So you want to make sure you communicate that information to the powers that be within, you know, your staff, your EC staff, you know, when you're in your meetings, say, Hey, this is what needs to be done. You do a, an amenity request or equipment request or whatever. However you do it at your hotel, you make sure that you're able to solve that problem for the guests. Cause that's what we're all about, right? The guest has a problem and we're trying to solve it. Right. So in this case, I'm using as example of, you know, a refrigerator for a guest that that has medication. That person doesn't like to travel because they can never get a hotel that has a refrigerator in the room. Well, hey, that's a problem. And I'm here to solve it. Right. So so take that ownership of and let them know that, hey, this is going to be taken care of. Hey, I got you. I'm that's why I'm here. I'm Russell of Hotels. I'm going to make it happen. So just make sure you're doing that as well. So what I'm going through is shut up and listen to your client. These are things that if you shut up and listen to your client, you'll find things out, okay? So I'm at number three. Now I'm going to number four, okay? Any questions at all, just uh, comments, just feel free to make your comments. I'm just checking to make sure I didn't miss anything. No, I didn't. Excuse me. Upselling opportunities. Effectively listen Effectively, effective listening allows salespeople to identify upselling opportunities that align with the client's needs and desires. Instead of pushing irrelevant upgrades, salespeople can suggest options that genuinely enhance the client's stay, increasing the like likelihood of successful upsells. So I don't know if that's upselling, a, a, you know, to a, a, a suite or something like that. You know, they may not be looking for that, but you say, hey, we can upgrade, you know, to a suite or at this particular, you know, a different price or whatever. Or can we, you know, add amenities and things like that? You know, you're given opportunities because he or she is telling you that, oh, we normally do this for our, you know, for our client, for our for our employees that come in. Okay, well, everything comes at a cost, right? Okay, we're not trying to say that the hotel is going to give everything for free. This is an opportunity. You've heard the conversation said we normally put gifts, gift bags in our rooms, but the hotel normally, we normally get them from the hotel. Okay, well, what kind of gift bags? They have, well, they're not gift bags, but they have food in them. Okay, and everybody has their own different kind of snacks that they like. Okay. Bet. I understand. Okay, maybe the food and beverage director, get the food and beverage director involved. Maybe he or she can come in and, 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 and along with the chef, put some things together. That's an upselling opportunity. So now you're, instead of um, just giving things away, which a lot of times we do, right? Uh, now we have opportunity. Maybe we can charge, you know, $30 per whatever thing that we're creating for these, for these clients. I mean, you just... The, but you wouldn't know that if you were talking over your client, right? You have to listen to the client. You have to feed the client. You have to put the right bait out there and, oh, I got them now. You know, that kind of thing. So just make sure you're taking advantage of all opportunities, but you cannot take advantage of opportunities if you're talking too much. Shut up and listen to your client. Number five, avoid misunderstandings, miscommunications, can lead to dissatisfaction. When salespeople listen attentively, they are less likely to misunderstand clients' requests, resulting in accurate bookings and arrangements that match the client's expectations. Um, yeah, so, you know, we're showing a client the guest rooms and, you know, you're, you, you see, you know, show rooms that, you know, have one bed versus two beds. Uh, I don't want any rooms that have uh, uh, two beds in them. Okay. All my clients are single. You know, they're going to be, they don't need another bed. Okay. All right. But, and then that client, when they check in, your main client has a room with two double beds in it or two beds in it. You know, I'm just using it as an example, trying to be funny, but that's a mistake, right? 
That's a mistake that you, the client told you this, but because you were busy talking, you didn't, you didn't hear it or you forgot to write it down. So these are things that you need to avoid. Okay. So make sure you're listening, you're taking notes. Then that way, when you get back to your office, you're like, okay, let me write this request um, for my reservations to let them know that they only want certain types of rooms. Okay. They don't want in suites. They want just the suites that are in the middle of the floor. They don't, or they don't want rooms next to elevators. They don't want rooms next to um, uh, stairwells, you know, cause they make too much noise or next to, did I say ice machine? The elevators are ice machines or stairwells. They want rooms in the middle of the, of each, you know, of each floor or whatever. So, and if they get those rooms, it will, they're going to look at it like, well, you didn't pay attention to what I said. These are what, these are my requests. You're busy ch- chit chatting about, you know, your weekend, you know, and, and you didn't, you, you, I guess you failed to write it down. Just make sure you listen to the client. You're writing your notes down. Uh, because it's important that, you know, you get this right. You may only get one chance, right? You may only get one chance at this one group. This one group may lead to 10 other groups after that. But if you don't get this one right, you're not going to get the 10 others. You got the one, you're probably happy with that one. But no, it's about the next group. It ain't about the first one you got. It's about the ones that you can, that you can get without putting any without putting any any extra effort. You already got it. You already took care of the first one. So now she's happy here. She is happy. And like, okay, I'm giving you all my groups. But if you make these, these mistakes because you're not listening. Oh, well six. What is that one? Gaining insights, gaining insights. Number six clients often provide valuable insights and feedback that can help hotels improve their service and offerings. By actively listening to client feedback, salespeople can relay these insights to relevant departments, contributing to the overall enhancement of the guest experience. Okay, so clients sometimes will give you just information, right? They're like, oh, I don't like this, I don't like that, or I checked in, I saw, you know, there's a big line at the front desk, and there's only one person working. Okay, my group is going to be checking in the same time, around the same time as this, you know, this crowded lobby. I don't want that to happen. You know, what can you do to make sure it doesn't happen? So that information, you take that back to your executive meeting or, you know, one of those meetings that you have to have other meetings, you know, one of those things. And you say, Hey, my client brought this up at four o'clock. Um, she, she came in cause that's when we had the appointment, but she noticed that there was a huge line. There's only one person working. Can we make sure we fix that? Because her group that comes in, you know, next month is going to come in the same time. And that's going to be disastrous if we if we only have one employee working behind the front desk. We need to make sure we have at least three. Okay, so those are things. Those are insights. Maybe you didn't know because, you know, we get caught up in our you know daily routines and we just keep walking by and we don't see them. They didn't ask for help. So it must have been okay. You know what I mean? Or, well, my labor, you know, this and that. Well, no, we ain't talking about labor when we got a group checking in, okay? You you need to take care of that in, at another time, okay? I'm requesting that I have at least two people or three people at that front desk when my group is checking in. Boom, okay? Come on, salespeople, we can make that happen. So this is gaining insights or, you know, oh, I went by your pool area and, you know, there was so much trash around there. Well, that means that we need to make sure we – do more uh, walking around to make sure things are tidy or in order. Okay. You know, and I see that a lot of times when I go to hotels and I see um, things that are untidy, right? Especially if you guys listen to me, you know, a pool area is like one of my biggest pet peeves where um, like the trash in the pool area, like the trash can, there's always like a pizza box on top of it or a bag of something that's on top of the trash can because the trash can is already over full. It's overflowing with trash. No one has done anything with it. That pizza box is on there forever. Guests see that. Okay. And not every guest will tell you this. Okay. So listen when they're giving you insights on what's going on with your operation. Cause a lot of times the guest sees more than what you do because we get tunnel vision. Okay, so we see the same things every single day because we're there every day. Have someone come in with fresh a fresh set of eyes and take a walk around your hotel. I bet you they will see things that you don't normally see. So take, you know, the insights or, you know, gaining that perspective from the client. 
Take that stuff serious. Um, and ask them. You know, it's okay to ask clients, say, hey, what do you think about our operation? Have you, you, you walked around on your own. What do you think about what's going on? I guarantee, ask, ask the guests those questions. I guarantee you get some valuable insights that you didn't even think was going on at your hotel because they don't see it the way you do. There's a different set of eyes from somewhere else. They're not concentrating on the things that you concentrate on. Okay. Because we concentrate on the things we have tunnel vision. We're like this. We don't see that that exit sign right there uh, in the middle of the fourth floor has two lights, but only one light is illuminated. I mean, we don't see that stuff. Okay. I see that stuff all the time when I go to hotels because I'm not connected to that hotel. Right. I'm outside looking in. So, just think about it like that. Because some people look at it like, I don't want a guest telling me what the, okay, all right. There we go. Well, now we're going somewhere else. Number seven, <laughs> competitor uh, differenti- 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 I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, it's different. Uh, when, <laughs> when salespeople Listen to clients. They can identify what sets their hotel apart from competitors. This allows them to highlight specific features, amenities, or uh, services that align with the client's preferences, giving the hotel a competitive edge. So what's different between your hotel? How can you differentiate your hotel from your competitor? Boom. There you go. I couldn't say that at first. I don't know why that is. So I'm going to read this again. When salespeople listen to clients, they can identify what sets their hotels apart from the competitors. So listen to your hotel. I mean, listen to your clients, right? Clients will tell you um, what I don't, you know what? Your hotel's not like the one across the street. Okay. Uh, well, the one across the street, they do this, they do that. Well, if a client is telling you that you need to find out what's going on first and shame on you for not knowing. Okay. Let's just throw that out there first. Let's just make sure that we know what our competition is doing. So when a client throws something out, yeah, they're doing that, but yeah, but we're doing this, okay, which, you know, which could be perceived as being better than what the competition is doing, okay? So make sure you're doing things that the competition is not doing. And, and another thing that I just thought about, I thought about this earlier. I remember when I was at the, um, it, it, this, this has to do with showing clients what they want to see, right? Not show them what you want them to see. Like when you're doing a tour, right? You're doing a hotel tour, site inspection or, or whatever kind of inspection or site tour, right? We're showing them everything. We're not looking at exactly what they want, okay? What do they want to see? Uh, well, this is a two-day meeting. They're not going to have time to go to exercise room. They're not going to have time to, to, to relax because it's a, it's, it's a working thing, okay? We're here quick hitting. It's a sales meeting. They're not going to have time for a lot of extracurricular things. We're doing all the, the meals are here. Um, they don't have a lot of time to do anything, right? So show the client what, the, what their guests are going to see, the rooms, the meeting space, you know, the restaurant. They're going to eat all their meals there, okay? You don't have time to, you know, we're going to show them the rooftop pool and all this kind of stuff. Clients don't want to see that. She just here. She just told you the importance of this meeting. Right. They don't have time to do those things. Okay, they don't want to have to compete with other outside things. Right. If they wanted to compete with outside things. They would have had this meeting in Vegas. Okay, they wouldn't have had this meeting, you know, in this suburban location. Right. You know, uh, so let them know. Oh, ask the, the client what's important to this particular meeting. Show them something different than with the competition. I mean, that's, that's, that's another thing I'm talking about. But show them what they want to see. And I was using an example. When I used to work at the Bonaventure Hotel, the Western Bonaventure was the 1,300-room hotel and the largest hotel in Los Angeles County, okay? So it's thir- over 1,300 rooms, 150,000 square feet of meeting space, something like that. And it's just, it's just crazy, right? So... It would take us when we did tours, if we did a legit tour where we showed everything, it would literally take two hours. Okay. Literally take two hours to show them the rooms. Um, because you're not just showing one room, you're showing different types of rooms. Um, and then you're showing all the meeting space, you're showing the food and beverage outlets. We're showing them everything. Okay. So and then, you know, for questions and answers and all that kind of stuff. It's about two hours, right? 
Well, everybody doesn't have that kind of time, right? So that's why it's good to listen to what they're telling you. Now, because sometimes the competition would just show them everything, right? Well, that's not what you want to do. You listen to the client. The client's telling you, okay, all the rooms are going to be singles. Okay, you know that means you don't need to show anything with two beds. Okay, um, they're all going to be standard rooms. Okay, you, you don't need to show any suites. She didn't ask for that. He or she didn't ask for that. Um, they're going to go straight to the meetings and they're going to go, go straight to lunch. Or, okay, are they having lunch in your restaurant? Yeah, they may be for breakfast. They're going to have lunch in the re- Okay, show them the restaurant and show them the meeting space. And where the parking is, front desk, boom, that's it. So that condensed that two-hour thing at the Bonaventure that I used to go through to about maybe an hour, maybe 45 minutes, right? Because time, time can be of the essence. And sometimes if we don't listen and we don't take it, take into consideration someone else's time, i.e. the client, that's going to tick them off, right? So make sure you're not doing what the competition will do because the competition sometimes will just show everything, okay? We're going to assume that the competition does that, right? Um, but you want to make sure you listen to the client and you hone in those specific things, okay? Because that's going to be the difference between you having that client and losing that client. I guarantee you. So, Take my advice on that one. Uh, number eight. <clears throat> Man, I'm getting choked up. Enhancing loyalty. A positive experience driven by attentive listening can lead to client loyalty. Loyal clients are more likely to return to the same hotel for future stays and recommend it to others, ultimately contributing to the hotel's long-term success. That's what you want. You want loyal clients, right? You don't want to keep you know, selling clients over and over again, you want, if you take care of them the first time, and I had mentioned this earlier, if you take care of them the first time, meaning you're listening to them, you're, they're the most important person um, at that moment in your life. Right. So if they feel like that, yeah. And the meeting went, the first meeting went out without a hitch because you listen, they're more likely to be loyal to you, not the hotel. They'll be loyal to you. And that's what you want. You want clients that are loyal to you that when, whenever you pick up and leave and go to another hotel, because you will, okay, you're taking that client with you or those clients with you because they know that you're going to take care of them. No matter where you are, no matter where you go, they're going to follow you. So it's not necessarily about the hotel. Yeah, the hotel is fine. You know, it served the purpose. But the hotel, you don't get emotional about the hotel. You get emotional about someone helping you. That's where that service comes in, that hospitality, because you took care of them and the clients feel that that's where that loyalty comes from. And, you know, it's hard to get loyalty these days. Right. So make sure you're doing everything you can to create that loyalty, because, like I said, the, the, the best thing, you know, you have loyal clients when you leave this hotel and the clients follow you. Been there, done that. Right. I use, always give this story about he's a friend now. Right. A client of mine. And initially he was a client, but he would follow me to every hotel, follow me to like five hotels after that first encounter because he knew I was going to take care of him and his people. So there you go. So it does happen. But you have to shut up and listen to the client. Number nine. Almost done with these. Don't worry. Almost done with these. Adapting to changing needs. Client preferences and requirements can change over time. By consistently listening to clients, salespeople can stay updated on these changes and adjust their offerings accordingly, ensuring continued satisfaction. So just, you know, whatever's changing, um, the client's preferences, you know, clients will make their, they will change their minds. Okay, one meeting, okay, they wanted, um, they only want kings. Well, now... Now people are doubling up. I don't, I don't know. I'm just using that as an example. So there's different preferences all the time. So just make sure you hone in those preferences and ask those questions. Like, okay, I just want to make sure um, because the last time we did this. So we, we, we're changing this now. Yeah, you know, some things happen and blah, blah, blah. And it's just better that we do it this way. Okay, that's fine. But now he or she knows that, you know, you remember last time we did that. Well, this time you want to do, okay, all right, oh, that's cool, all right. I'm just taking my notes, just making sure, right? So there you go. Clients will change their mind just like anybody else. They will change their mind. And number 10, efficient time management. 
Engaging in effective listening can lead to a quicker sales interactions, quicker sales interactions. When salespeople understand clients' needs from the start, they can focus on presenting the most relevant options, saving both the client and the salesperson's time. So I got ahead of myself, but I was talking about, um, you know, be mindful of clients' time when, you know, I said I used the example of, of the Bonaventure when we did a, um, a, a hotel site tour that took two hours, you know, because we we're showing everything. Right. If the client didn't say they didn't want to see everything, if they're just there for a general. To, OK, we showed them everything. We gave them the whole dog and pony show. But if they had specific things, you showed them those specific things. You didn't show them everything else. Because, like I said, it took two hours and everybody doesn't have two hours to, to you know, to to waste, a, you know, walk in five miles. OK, <laughs> because literally it probably was. I wish I had an iPhone during those days because, it, you know, it, it, it logs your steps. Man, I, I swear, I, I'm sure we did. You know, 10,000 steps was nothing. You know, 10,000 steps is almost five miles. Right. So 10,000 steps would have been nothing in that hotel, because, like I said, it took you forever to get from the parking garage to, to your office. Or no, we didn't have, we couldn't park in a parking garage. We had to park outside. That's right. We had to park in, you know, in the a parking across the street. So, yeah. But anyway, once you got to the, once you got in the hotel, you had to go up to escalate. You go, you had to walk in, go up the escalator, go up the elevator, walk around this bin, this and that. And then, you know, 20 minutes later, you're in your office and all that before we had to be there by 730. OK, there you go. But anyway, so that's my uh, in summary, active listening is a powerful tool for hotel salespeople by prioritizing the needs and preferences of their clients. They can provide tailored solutions, build trust and ultimately contribute to a positive guest experience or positive client group experience. So just make sure we're doing that. OK, so and thank you for your patience for listening to all that. But it was good information. Three things that I always say, be intentional, make decisions and take action on what's important to you. Be you be represented because your representation matters. It's important to me that my representation matters. It, it, representation on social media, uh, on LinkedIn, on YouTube, on Instagram, uh, you know, talking about hotel related things, have a conversation with people that, um, you know, that, you know, no two people came in this industry alike or, you know, people that are in the industry. Right. So it's important that, People see me, right? They they know who I am, um, and and I'm represented, right? So people that look like me can do these things, right? So people that are coming behind me, they say, "Hey, who's this Russell Hotels guy? Who was he? What's he talking about? How did he get to do this?" Well, you can do whatever you want to do, right? Um, I made an effort. I was intentional three years ago, two hundred nineteen shows ago, that I wanted to be represented on this platform. Right. So and I wanted to talk about the things because everything I talk about, most 99 uh, percent of the things I talk about is based on my experiences. OK, so I'm intentional about certain topics that I'm coming up with. Right. And these are my topics. Right. They, you know, they, I, I don't get them from someone else. I come up with the topics. I come up with all the stuff. I write all this, you know, the, the definitions of whatever this heck I was just talking about. Right. I came up with all that stuff, right? That stuff takes time. So you got to be intentional about that because it's, to me, this is important to get that information out. And it's important that I'm delivering this information. But that way people that are coming behind me can say, damn, if he can do it, I can do it. If he can amass, you know, this, you know, whatever, 25 years of experience, 14 different hotels, uh, I can do that too. You know, I don't I don't know why you would want to, but you can you can do that. OK, so but yeah, so just remember, be intentional, make decisions and take action on what's important to you. Be you. Can no else be you. OK, don't try to be someone else. It's hard enough being Russell. OK, I don't want to be someone else. I don't look on TV and say, oh, I want to be him. No, it's hard enough being me. You know what I mean? So I want to be him and, and me, too. So um, and then number three, be represented because my representation matters. Lonnie Wolf is in the house. Uh, Lonnie Wolf looking good. My man. Oh, thank you, Lonnie Wolf. Appreciate that. That's Mr. Lonnie Wolf. I mean, I can't even see that. Hold on one second. Lonnie Wolf. Let me get to let me move this. 
Lonnie Wolf. Let me put that up there again. Okay. Lonnie Wolf in the house. R-O-H. Yes. Looking good. <laughs> Thank you, Lonnie. I appreciate that. Lonnie's out there in Florida. Thank you so much, Lonnie. Appreciate what you do for the industry. Uh, make sure you follow Lonnie Wolf on, 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 on LinkedIn. Uh, everything about uh, housekeeping and hospitality, right? You know, um, cleaning up hotels one hotel at a time, right? So he shares some things that we go through as, as, as housekeeping managers, or I guess we go, we go through um, in the hotel space. You know, sometimes we choose to ignore some of the things we see, right? But Lonnie is one of those that will bring it out and because he wants to correct it. It needs to be corrected. There's a lot of things, a lot of deficiencies that go on, and it, a lot of it stems from, like, cleanliness and just neglect, you know, if that's, you know, engineering problem or housekeeping problem or whatever, um, but, but Lonnie's there to take care of it, right? So Lonnie will definitely take care of it. And he talks about those things. So make sure you follow him. If you're, if you're serious about you work in a hotel and you're serious about cleanliness and things like that and what to look for and stop ignoring things, check out Lonnie Wolf. That's all I'm going to say. Check out Lonnie Wolf. That's all I'm going to say. So anyway, what do I do? Because everybody wants to know. Um, the good, the bad, the uh, I'm the brand who helps your brand. What do I do and how I can help? Always make sure you, there's three things and I'll go through these things. Hospitality personality, content creators, sales training for general managers, as well as salespeople and hotel site selection. So those are the things that I do, but always there's three things you want to make sure you let people know who you are, what you do and how you can help them. Okay. So those are just some things that, International Hospitality Institute has, you know, given me or, you know, recognized me. And I appreciate that. Who's your best brand advocate? And first, before I say that, let me, Lonnie Wolf says, the good, the bad, the ugly, one hotel at a time. Yes, you are so right. So, no, thank you so much for that, Lonnie Wolf. Uh, who's your best brand advocate? Uh, I gave you a couple minutes to think about it, but you are, you are your best brand advocate. If you're not excited about what you're doing, then no one else is going to be excited. If you're not excited about working at that hotel, well, who else is going to want to stay there? You know, you got to show some enthusiasm, you know, people to get new jobs, especially salespeople. Okay. Now I know it will, this will be a stretch if you were, you know, oh, I'm the housekeeping manager or I'm the director of rooms and, you know, this and that. I understand it would be a stretch if you were yeah, that excited, if you would post things of you being excited about, oh, I just started this new job here. I'm the new director of sales and marketing here. You know, salespeople, we're expected, or we should expect them, right, to be excited about the, the them, the where they are, you know, where they're working now. I just got a new job here and I'm excited. Just imagine if you were on LinkedIn one day and you saw me, I'm just excited. I'm just animated like I'm animated now, not just from doing the show, but say, I, you know, I, I took over this new project. Hey, I'm now the, you know, I'm taking over this new project at the, I'll just say the, this is the Doubletree and Carson. That, that, that's what this hotel is that you're looking at. Uh, I just took over, you know, as uh, this new project at the, the Doubletree and Carson. You know, I used to be the director of sales and marketing here some couple, couple years ago. So they asked me to come back, and now I'm in charge of this and that. So, you know, when you have time, if you drive by the hotel, come by and, and see me, and maybe we can talk, and I'll show you around. And uh, you see how excited I am, right? Well, that will get people to come because I'm, I did a video saying I'm excited, you know, about this. So and as much as you're excited, there's someone else who's going to be more excited for you. OK, and that's what it's all about. And I see people, they post things on LinkedIn like, hey, I got a new job, but it's a stat, a static photo. Right. Which is still fine. Right. But just imagine if you did a video of showing because you can't see emotion from a static photo. This is a static photo. You see any emotion? No, there's no emotion, but now, you know, Hey, I just started this new job. This is the lobby. We just renovated here. Um, and our rooms are renovated too. So come on. We got 224 rooms. We just opened up a new restaurant. The chef is new. He's coming up with some dynamic vegan options, you know, come try them. We're going to do a chef's table. I'm in what some people will be like, what is a chef's table? You know what I mean? They'll be just excited about that. What's a chef's table? Well, that's like when, you know, say you, the chef rolls out a new, 
uh, menu, a new dinner menu, right? And he's going to go through each item and the salespeople have invited like 10 of their top clients and the, and they actually made a table, a six foot table with 10 chairs in the kitchen. And you're watching the cooks and everybody prepare everything. And as they're bringing it to the table, um, the chef is explaining everything to you. That's a chef's table. Okay. We used to do that back in the day, right? I don't know if they still do them now. I'm sure someone does them somewhere. Probably the higher end hotels. They're probably doing, but I remember doing that. And when you invited your clients to a chef's table, you had them literally they was eating the plate, you know, but they're eating out of your hands too, because you had a client for life. When you did that, you would invite them over for things like that. That's the VIP status. Everybody's not getting that status and clients want to be, they want to feel like VIPs. Okay. Always remember that. So if you're having something like that, grand openings, grand reopenings, we're going to rebrand and we're going to have this party. Make sure your top clients are on that list. Your top clients and the clients that you want to be top clients, they may be just producing just a little bit. Okay. But you want to make sure that those clients know that they, that you appreciate them and and bring them to like a chef's table or something that's like, Real VIP, that that's it. I'm telling you. Uh, Lonnie Wolf says, once again, someone else is calling me. Well, uh, ROH is on is spot on. Excellent, big smiles and delivering nothing short of excellence. 365. Uh, we are in the business of creating moments and earning memories. 365. I, thank you so much, Lonnie. I'm gonna put the, you know what? I'm gonna put that back up there, Lonnie Wolf. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. I, you know, you come on and I get more excited. You know what I mean? When you, when you come on, right? So <laughs> Lonnie brings the energy and I'm just right along with him. Okay. I'm right along with him. So, but yeah, so you are your best brand advocate. Be excited about where you're working, right? Um, I'm excited about my brand, right? Uh, the brand is me, Russell of Hotels, right? That's my company. That's my brand. I'm excited about what I do, the, you know, content creating, um, you know, this show on air with Russell of hotels, uh, mentoring, whatever it is, um, you know, the consulting that I do, I'm excited to help out hotels, hoteliers, people that are coming in new, new to the industry, people that don't know anything about the industry. I get all those calls all the time, helping people find jobs, helping them stay grounded and focused. I just got a call two days ago from a young lady, Good friend of mine, I'll just say Rosie Bell. Um, she got a job at this new hotel. She started today. I'll let you know once I talk to her, make sure she did, you know, she's still there, right? <laughs> her first day was supposed to be today, right? So, um, but she had been out of a job for about two months, right? And I said, it's going to take time to find a job, okay? So just remain adamant about trying to find things. And still communicate with people that you were communicating before, people that, you know, could be in positions to not only hire you, but, you know, maybe refer you to places that you don't even know are hiring. And that's basically how she found a job. Right. And um, she applied and someone that she knew that she kept in touch with. Um, basically, they called her, say, hey, I know, you know, this person. What do you think about it? And he vouched for her like, yeah, definitely. You, you need to hire. What are you waiting for? I mean, that's what you want, but you cannot get to that point if you're not keeping in touch with people. And that's all about being a brand, advocating for your own brand, advocate for yourself. You know, if I'm out of a job, okay, I'm going to find another job. I'm going to let people know that I'm looking for another job. This is what I'm looking for, um, and I'm ready to start. Okay, so she did that. She continued to do that. Um, she would call me and said, hey, you know, it's going to take some time. Just, just keep doing this, keep doing that. She kept going and kept going. And hey, next thing you know, she had a job and started today. Boom. Okay. So just remember to be your best brand advocate. Someone's watching you all the time, right? We don't see that. We don't think they are, but someone's always watching us. So make sure if you're excited, they see you're excited about certain things. They're going to become excited about your brand. They're like, you know what? That Russell Fotels, he's on to something. I didn't know before, but that dude is on to something. And remember, the brand is you. The brand is not who you work for. I mean, yeah, you could work for a brand, but they're going to buy you before they buy the brand. Remember, they're going to buy the they're going to buy you your brand, Russell Edmond, 
before they buy off on the brand that I work for or the brand that I represent, Russell of Hotels, right? So if I worked at the Hilt, the Doubletree in Carson, uh, they're going to come here for me. They're not coming there because of the Hilton and Carson is there. Okay. The Hilton and Carson never called anybody. Okay. It's the people. So we always get caught up in, oh, this is a great hotel. And the hotel may be great. Okay. May have some services that are great that people want. I understand that. But they'll come for the hotel. They'll keep coming back because of the people. Okay. They may come one time because I want to try that new hotel. Okay. Well, go try the hotel. But they're going to come back because of how they were, how, how they were made to feel. That's that hospitality thing. You can't get that from the building. You get that from the people. Okay. But it all comes back to be your best brand advocate. Okay. And it starts with you. You are the brand. What are you doing to keep your brand relevant? What do you do? I do, you know, I do a lot of things, social media. This is one thing I do to keep my brand relevant on air with Russell of hotels. I do this. I do a live daily check-in on the same platform. Uh, what is this? YouTube and LinkedIn as well. I also use um, Instagram and Facebook and all the other ones, but social media is in, important, right? So, but it's important that you remain consistent. Okay. So I'm going to give you a couple of things that you need to do. If you're, if you're going to be a proponent of social media, if you're going to utilize social media, um, Consistency is one thing. Adding value, meaning hopefully I'm adding value to the couple of people that are watching here today, right? So I'm talking about things that maybe are relevant to their jobs or whatever, you know, salespeople and shut up and listen or shut up and let the client talk, you know, and listen to the client, that kind of thing. Hopefully that added some value to somebody. All I need to, ch- all I need to do is check one person or reach one person, okay? So consistency, value, and be authentic. So be you. I mean, like I said, I, I'm not here trying to be someone else. I'm here trying to be Russell. That's who I'm trying to be. And Russell is can be silly at times. Um, probably more silly than, you know, trying to be serious. <laughs> but, but you know, but that's me. Okay. So like I said, I'm not trying to be someone else. And no one else should try to be like me. I mean, because that's, why would you want to do that? It's exhausting just being yourself. Why do you want to be someone else too? Uh, and tools to use. I use various platforms. Now I don't just concentrate on one platform anymore. And if you guys may know the backstory and I'm not going to go into it now, but, um, platforms can cancel you. Okay. I just real quick platforms can cancel you and you don't want to be canceled. Okay. But if you are, you can go to another platform. So use various platforms. Don't just use, you know, one, don't just use IG, use LinkedIn, use YouTube, use, um, TikTok, use all those different platforms. I'm not saying use all of them, but at least have two of them just in case you get canceled by one. And I'm speaking from experience, right? So I'm starting to use more TikTok, right? TikTok is a great tool. A lot of people think, well, the people on there dancing, this and that is silly. <laughs> well, maybe it is, but there's a lot more brands that are on there that you would think. If you're not on TikTok, you're missing some stuff. So make sure you pay a little bit more attention to like TikTok and things like that. Uh, I guarantee you get your message out. Okay. We're winding down here. I got a, okay. Who's hiring. Let me just get to that real quick. Let me get to that. Okay. Real quick. Who's hiring. These are basically in the greater Los Angeles area. Sonesta hotel LAX. That used to be the crown plaza. So this is on century Boulevard. Remember the crown plaza back in the day, but well, just up until a couple of years ago. It was the it was the Crown Plaza. Now Sonesta. They're looking for a director of sales and marketing. Hilton Garden Inn and Burbank. They're looking for a director of sales. UCLA Luskin Conference Center. They're looking for a front office manager. And then Hotel Perla. They're looking for a director of sales and marketing. Now that position had been reposted, meaning it was posted. They took it down and then they reposted it again. So I don't know what's going on over there, but They've been looking for a director of sales and marketing for a minute. So always pay attention to the, the frequency in which uh, hotels post things, especially in this. These were on either H careers or indeed. So look at the frequency of uh, how often or how long it takes for those positions to, to disappear, because if they continue to keep coming up, there's a, that's an issue. That's not, 
that, that, that there's something not right. Okay. You tell me that you hire someone and, and now that person's not there anymore. Or you tell me that you can't find the right person. You know, if it's just keeps staying there over and over again, they're looking for, uh, and I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, they're looking for a unicorn. Uh, you know, a unicorn is a mythical character, mythical, mythical creature. Okay. In this case, a mythical, mythical person that does not exist. Sometimes they look for people that they think exist out there, but they don't. Okay. So just be, be wary of those positions because you don't want to get caught up in some stuff. Okay. And a lot of times people, they ignore the signs. Okay. So if people are telling you who they are or what they are, listen to them. Mm. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Anyway, once again, this is a devil tree. And Carson, right? So this is a pool area. I think I showed, let's see, did I show, well, I showed, you saw the, the video of the pool area as well. So this is a pool area. Uh, three Ps. Purpose, passion, and perseverance. And we're almost done, don't worry. Purpose, know why you do what you do. Like I said, I, I know why I'm intentional and why, what the purpose behind this show is, is to, I want to be a resource for people within the space uh, I want to be a resource where I can, you know, help them promote their brand. Okay. I'm the brand who promotes your brand. Okay. You can, I can promote it on this show. I can do, you know, um, uh, um, content creating on social media and this is social media as well. Right. But this is a great platform to have people come on or to show your brand. I mean, I've been showing for the last hour, the, the double tree in Carson, California, these all these photos were of the or the photos and the videos were of the Carson um, Doubletree. So or Doubletree and Carson. So there you go. There's some value in that, just in case you didn't know. And this these videos don't go anywhere. They stay on LinkedIn forever. And you just be amazed how many people click on these things and watch them. You'd be amazed. Almost done. Don't worry. Uh, one more time about the Level Hotel. They're a sponsor, so you know I got to mention them at least twice, right? So Level Hotel Downtown LA, um, go stayinglevel.com, use promo code ROH23. What does ROH stand for? Russell of Hotels 23. So, um, so check it out. Check it out. So, yeah, so never be afraid to let people know what you do uh, and promote your brand. I mean, I always end the show with this particular um, slide right here. I do hotel site selection. I'm in the non-meat eats, meaning I don't eat meat. The company is Russell of Hotels. Uh, I'm a hospitality personality. You can't do all this stuff and not be some what of a hotel hospitality personality, right? So this is just something I put together. So let people know what, what you do. First of all, who you are, what you do, and how you can help them, okay? So never be afraid to, to be a brand show off. Okay, show off your brand, show off other people's brand. Be excited about it. I'm just as excited to show off someone else's brand than I am to show off my brand. Okay, so and hopefully you've seen that. But make sure you follow me. If you haven't followed me, uh, if you don't follow me on LinkedIn, please do so. Subscribe to me on YouTube. Uh, Follow me on Instagram. I do lives there as well. And then my website is RussellOfHotels.com. You can slide into my DMs on IG. You can do whatever. If you need to get a hold of me, it's, I'm easy. I'm accessible, okay? So never say that, oh, I try to get a hold of you and I didn't. You're lying, okay? You're peeing on my head and saying it's raining, okay? No, that means you're lying, okay? So, but anyway, you guys have a great day. Thank you so much for joining. I thank you, Lonnie Wolf. I thank, um, let's see, Lonnie Wolf. And then uh, Randy Faring, I do appreciate you guys coming on and making your comments. Um, and the comments for everyone to make. So this is all about interaction. I appreciate that. Remember that this is a podcast as well. So give me an hour or so to upload it to my podcast, to Spotify. Um, and you'll be able to take me on the go. So anyway, thank you again for watching uh, show number 219, Russell of Hot- on air with Russell of Hotel. So until next week. Or till tomorrow when I do another daily check-in, I'll see you. But if you have questions at all, just let me know. Peace.
thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. Feel free to email him at russell at russellofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success, rather become a person of great value.